guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. This week, I'm excited to continue on what we started last week with the Sermon on the Mount. You got Matthew 6 and 7 this week. Matthew 5 was fantastic. Matthew 6 and 7 is a continuation of that. And if you've tried to teach this, you know that you're not hurting for material in these. There's so much going on here. Oftentimes, it's what you're going to leave out because there's so many things going on. So make sure as you're studying Matthew 6 and 7, you're taking time to read it in the scriptures because there's some wonderful things here. So you start off with Matthew chapter 6. Right out the gate, there's some cool principles here. Verse number one, take heed that you do not your alms before men to be seen of them. Uh, The footnote says your righteous acts of religious devotion, your good things that you're doing. Otherwise, ye have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. Therefore, when thou doest thine alms, it doesn't say don't do the alms. It says when you do them, don't sound a trumpet before thee as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Now in the footnote right there by hypocrites, it takes you to the word, it's a Greek word, which means pretenders. The Greek word means a play actor or one who feigns, represents dramatically, or exaggerates a part. I know what you're thinking. You're like, Derek, we don't struggle with that today at all, right? Well, I'm a big fan of social media. I really think social media can be a wonderful, awesome thing. Going back to 2014, when Elder Bednar talked to members of the church and encouraged us to be able to share goodness as a flood, that I took that to heart and that meant a great deal to me. And so I'm a big believer that social media can be a good thing. However, I think you see this verses one and two a lot in social media where people are doing things to be seen of others. Elder Quentin L. Cook, uh, several years ago in a conference talk, it was right around that same time period, he said, Elder Bednar recently cautioned members of the church to be authentic in the use of social media. A prominent thought leader, Arthur C. Brooks, has emphasized this point. He observes that when using social media, we tend to broadcast the smiling details of our lives, but not the hard times at school or work. We portray an incomplete life, sometimes in a self-aggrandizing or fake way. We share this life and then consume the almost exclusively fake lives of our social media friends. Brooks asserts, How could it not make you feel worse to spend part of your time pretending to be happier than you are and the other part of your time seeing how much happier others seem to be than you? So that's where we've got to be super careful with this and to be able to be authentic. So there's actually a social media platform out there called Be Real. Some of you are certainly familiar with this. They pride themselves on authenticity. You know, if your your friends post something, you only have a short amount of time to post something similar to try to create an authentic authentic moment. It was funny. One of my students last year, they said, Hey, Brother Crimmon, will you take my be real picture? I'm like, sure. They quickly pose with like scriptures, you know, in seminary. And I thought, okay, something doesn't seem right here. This seems like it's, you know, kind of like you're trying to create something here. And I do appreciate the concept of sharing. I really do. But this idea of being authentic as you're doing this, being real, being genuine, is what the Savior's trying to teach here in Matthew chapter 6. I remember uh, several years ago, Elder Gary E. Stevenson, and many of you might be familiar with this, he shared a wonderful story at women's conference about one of these kind of be real type of moments. And I think you'll appreciate this. 
this. If you're listening to this on our podcast, you may want to just pull this up and watch it because it's pretty amazing. Watch this. Let me now share one of our family secrets found in this family photo taken some years ago before the advent of social media. Were this picture taken today, it likely would be posted uh, presenting our family of four lovely, well-behaved boys, color-coordinated, enjoying a harmonious family photo opportunity together. (laughs) Would you like the real story? Now, the timing for this is going to be, be very important for me, and I'm going to try to do this. I still remember the phone call from Lisa. Gary, where are you? We're here at the Photographer's Outdoor Studio. We're all ready to shoot. It hasn't been easy getting the boys all dressed, coordinated and ready. Are you nearly here? Well, I had forgotten. and hadn't left the office yet. I was a half hour late, and things had not gone so well in my absence, bordering on chaos. What had happened? Well, my oldest son had been running through the yard and found an apple tree, picked some apples, and and had begun throwing them at the other boys. He hit our third son in his back with an apple and made him fall down, so that son started to cry. Meanwhile, as this was happening, my second oldest son sat down and his pants went up a little bit and the other kids saw his socks were white athletic socks, not the church socks that Lisa laid out for him to wear. She asked him, why didn't you wear your church socks? He said, well, I don't like them, they're scratchy. And while she's talking to him, our two-year-old son Kyle is running through the yard, trips on something, falls down, and bloodies his nose. Now there is blood dripping onto his white turtleneck shirt, and it's completely stained. This is when I showed up. The only way to salvage the picture was to reverse the turtleneck, put it on backwards, hiding the blood stains from the camera. As it turns out, while Craig was running around, throwing apples, he fell down and got a huge grass stain on his knee. So in this picture, his arm is strategically placed, covering the grass stains. The third son, well, we waited for 20 minutes, so his eyes were no longer red from crying. And of course, Kyle's blood stains are now on the back of his shirt. Brian, well, he now has his hands strategically placed over the top of his white athletic socks so that everything matches. As for me, well, Gary is in the doghouse because it was my late arrival that was the trigger for all of this. So when you see this picture of our family anyway and lament, why can't I get things together and be a picture-perfect family like theirs? You all know better. You know, I love that story because here he is being real, right? He's doing what the Savior said. He's like, don't just do things to look good to other people. And I think as we're watching that, I think we grew to appreciate Elder Stevenson and his family just a little bit more because we understand that. You go back to Matthew chapter 6, verses 3 and 4. When thou doest thine alms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth, that thine alms may be in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret himself shall reward thee openly. 
importantly. Later on in the chapter, it talks about fasting, doing the same thing. Like when you fast, don't just disfigure your face and be like, I'm fasting. So you can show people how spiritual you are. Just let the Holy Ghost do what he does so well. It's almost like here's Jesus Christ saying, and it goes back to this Matthew 5, where he said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Don't just show your light to have people think how awesome you are. Do it to glorify God. And and the Lord's like saying, look, you just, I'm going to make you look good, okay? But it's not going to be good for your sake. It's going to be good to be able to help draw people to Jesus Christ. As I was watching Elder Stevenson there, I appreciated his honesty and his authenticity. For example, when you read in the Book of Mormon, Nephi, you know, Nephi is just, I will go and do, I will build a ship. He's, Nephi is flawless. And you get to 2 Nephi chapter 4 where he's using phrases like, oh, wretched man that I am. He's talking about these sins which so easily beset him. At that point, I think I'm growing to appreciate Nephi a little bit more because Nephi's being real with this. Now, as I'm saying that to you, I don't think the Savior wants us to just air out dirty laundry. I think he just wants us to be real and learn how to be authentic in these verses. Don't just do it to look good for others. If you're doing it, yeah, you're going to get your followers. You're going to get your likes. But do it to be able to build and grow the kingdom of God. As you're doing that, you're going to get that reward. And that reward is light and spirit and Holy Ghost with you. I love what the Savior teaches here. And I think it's very, very relevant for our day today. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.